Hey there, welcome back to The Niching Compass. I'm Allegra Stein. In today's episode, I want to clarify this idea of work preferences. A listener reached out and asked me to share a bit more about that. So I dive into that a bit today. And I just want to thank you all for being here. If you haven't already, I want to invite you to subscribe. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a a review and consider a, a rating. That would be so helpful. And more than that, if there is a coach that you know who could use these messages, please send them the episode, send them the podcast. I'm hearing from more and more people who are just hearing so much in these conversations and finding a lot of relief and hope that there is a new and different way to be a coach and to be successful and to carve your path in a way that's the right fit for you. So yeah, you're all awesome. Here we go. So if you've been listening for a bit, you may have heard me speak about the idea of work preferences and how important it is to align your coaching to your work preferences. And last week, a listener reached out and just asked me to record an episode sharing a bit more detail around what I meant by work preferences. And quite simply, I mean getting clear on four things that really help you understand how you prefer to work. The first thing you want to understand and be clear on are your strengths. Um, Everybody has a unique combination of top strengths, and your strengths inform how you like to work. So whether you're going to a job or building your coaching practice or working with clients, whatever it looks like, you want to be aligned with and celebrating and letting your natural talents shine. You want to be leading with that. Because if you lead with your natural talents, everything is just going to happen more easily and comfortably. And you're going to be able to create more and be more confident in your conversations and your discovery calls and just in alignment with, again, what your personal strengths are. The second thing that you want to understand and be clear on are your values. What are your top values? And even more than that, how do you define those top values? Um, Having values alignment, being sure that your values are being honored really understanding what values you want to be reciprocated, meaning you want your clients to also hold those values. You want your company or your your team to also hold those values is incredibly important. And oftentimes I'll work with people who say, well, I'm using all of my strengths, but there's still something that's not right here. It's very possible that it's a values misalignment. And when it comes to coaching, you likely have a sense when you are talking with someone in a discovery call, if there's a click, if you're like, oh my gosh, I really, really want to work with this person, it is likely because there is a values alignment. When I get on the call, a call with someone who's, you know, wants to get things started, they're an activator, they're adventurous, they, they, they're looking for fun and creativity and curiosity, I know that, that we're going to be a good fit because there is a values alignment there. The third um, element of your work preferences are your preferred skills. Your skills just inform how you actually want to spend your time. When you look back on a day, how you've spent your time um, is going to inform just how you feel about your work. And if you're spending a majority of your time using burnout skills, then even if you're aligned to your strengths and your values, it's still going to feel like a slog. So having clarity around what exactly you'd like to spend your time doing, what lights you up, is so empowering, one, in understanding why some days feel longer than others, and two, being able to communicate with a potential assistant 
or as you really think about your role in your job, um, to give language to it and say, this is what I want to be doing with most of my time if possible. And the fourth part of your work preferences are your personality-based interests. What motivates you? What inspires you? Are you, are you, do you have our, you know, are you more of an artist? Are you a social learner? Are you um, more conventional? Are you inquisitive? What, what about you um, informs just the opportunities you're going to be drawn to and the kind of projects you want to create? A fifth thing that I have really brought into the conversation along with those top four are your lifestyle considerations. You know, if you're a night owl, you don't want to be crafting a business that is morning heavy. If you enjoy being outdoors, you don't want to craft a coaching practice that has you sitting in front of a computer for eight hours a day. So taking into account your lifestyle as well as your strengths, your values, your skills, and your interests is really critical as you clarify and develop and strengthen the heart of your niching compass. These work preferences, these elements of you are at the heart of your work. They are at the center of your niche because who you are is as much a part of your niche as who you want to help and how you want to deliver your coaching. And I cannot impress that upon you enough that if you're not clear and centered on your unique gifts, your work preferences, your strengths and values, you're you're very likely going to try and find someone to tell you how to get things done without recognizing that the path they're laying out in front of you is designed with their preferences in mind. It is aligned with their strengths and values and skills and interests and lifestyle, and it might not be a fit for you. A metaphor that I've been using is like, you know, the glass slipper fitting your foot. But in order to find the right glass slipper, you have to know the shape of your foot. Otherwise, you're just trying to like shove it in every slipper out there and it never feels comfortable or quite right. So start with you. Start with getting clear on who you are, on what you like, on the natural talents you bring into your work, on the values that you want to honor with your clients and in your practice, on the skills that energize you and how you want to spend your time and on your interests and your lifestyle and bring all of that together before you take one step further on your coaching journey, please. And if you find you want help with this, I mean, this is what we do in the Niche Compass. The entire first phase of the program is around turning the spotlight back on you so that you can move forward armed with this clarity and this confidence and being able to communicate all of these things about yourself. So perhaps I'll see you in a future cohort. But until then, Thanks so much for being here with me on the Nation Compass podcast. Before I sign off, I just want to extend a very quick invitation. This coming month, June 2020, I am hosting two free classes for coaches. They're over Zoom, they're face-to-face, and I just teach an idea for 15 to 20 minutes and then take Q&A, hot seat coaching. My goal really is to give you as much value and support as I can during our time together. So if you would like those details, simply head to allegrastein.com, and on the top half of that homepage, you'll see a form where you can just enter your name and email address. You'll also get a really cool worksheet that I love for being on the list and you can get information about those upcoming classes. I would love to see you there, but if it's not the right fit, that's not a problem. I'm truly grateful to have you here listening to the podcast and I'll see you next time.